The following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Welcome to Tony Mart Presents Music, Food, Fun, and Travel. Let the good times roll, and that's what we do, of course, as our legacy continues. Uh, Tony Mark, Antonino Marotta from Sicily. We're going to talk a little more about Sicily, having just gotten back from there. We're going to have Tony Topo Negro, uh, who uh, is a uh, celebrated Ducktown character from the White House, now Pete Subs. Also, of course, a professional educator in his day job. And uh, Topo is going to be on because we're going to talk more about Sicily. But um, right now, we want to invite everybody to go down and see all the great classic cars and classic boats, historic boats, hot rods at Horsepower by the Bay, which is going on at Harbor Lane and Bay Avenue in Summers Point on the historic bayfront right there plenty of parking it's going on till two o'clock it's a gorgeous day you can park in the shore medical center parking garage it's very inexpensive and take a nice walk over there uh, where kirk garrity and my friends from the historic society are doing horsepower by the bay hundreds of cars historic vehicles historic boats they have a swap meet uh, they have, who, for those of you who are not familiar with that, that's like where everybody puts their junk out like a big flea market. You get some really good deals there, especially at the end of the day now, if you go over there. And um, they also have um, a um, food trucks and um, lots of lots of different things going on. So um, horsepower by the bay, uh, we support. We are members, Nancy and I are members of the Summers Point Historical Society. Uh, last night, we had our Rocktoberfest uh, concert, which went very well. It was a great time. You should have, if you weren't there, you missed my wine kraut. I made wine kraut and kielbasa, and we had hot dogs and pretzels, and it was really a lot of fun. Uh, Danny Iyer and Rich Megahertz Kurtz did their... Uh, tribute to Lennon and um, McCartney, the um, the great uh, Jam and the Beatles show they did for us. The Danny Iyer band with Guy Marola as Ringo. Uh, it was really uh, a great time. But uh, it's a beautiful day to go say hi. Run down there to Summers Point, get some fresh air, see your friends. Lots of nice people and lots of great things to check out. I want to um, uh, talk about um, the um, wines and the beers for Oktoberfest at Circle Wicker, uh, of course. And we want to talk about um, the drivers. We're going to go back and talk a little bit about the drivers in Europe. We're still covering our trip to Europe, uh, to Italy and Greece. And also, we're going to talk about the restaurants. And then Topo, Tony uh, Negro, Topo Negro, who is from 
uh, Naso, Capo Orlando, the, the Cape of Orlando, in uh, the north shore of Sicily along the Tyrrhenian Sea. Um, uh, Topo is uh, going to come on and talk a little bit about the family in Sicily. Uh, we'll also have a chef I've been wanting to get on for quite some time. Uh, we were talking about the uh, the energy in Summers Point. We want to have uh, Chef Mike Charlonzo, who is the uh, new culinary star at Caroline's, uh, right there, right a you know, perfect place to go have lunch after uh, uh, Horsepower by the Bay, right down the street. Uh, Caroline's is really coming on as a great place to hang out, inexpensive, excellent food. And uh, Danny Iyer is going to be playing there. We just talked about Danny Iyer. He's going to do several dates at Caroline's. But um, Mike Charlonzo is going to be my guest. And, you know, he is uh, uh, from the Bobby Flay organization originally. Now he's had a tremendous success at Caroline's. And he's going to be opening a new place, which is going to be a BYO. That always interests us with all the great wines and beers that we can get from Circle Liquor. And bring your own to um, Chef Mike's new place in Linwood. Uh, I believe it's going to be right there in um, um, Linwood uh, Central. Central Square. Uh, and, um, you know, there's a lot of excitement going on uh, down there in uh, uh, on the bayfront here in Summers Point, and we are proud to be a part of it, everything that we're doing with the point and uh, all the other great things going on. I, I want to, you know, I want to thank Ricky uh, DePampolis, Richard T. DePampolis, former mayor of Lynn. When I talk to him about him, like, you know, he's my buddy because he is. So I'm going back to high school, going back to Tony Martz. We did plenty of uh, partying there in Tony Martz and, uh, uh, Ricky is uh, a very experienced member of the Atlantic County Mayor's Hall of Fame. And um, uh, he did this gig with us last night. We did it for him, uh, the Rocktoberfest concert. We had a really good time. He is part of this new energy down there on the Bayfront, the historic Bayfront of Summers Point is becoming more and more valuable as a second home place to live. And people that are coming in want to have a good time. They want to enjoy the beach concerts. They want to enjoy the events that we're doing. Summers Point's got a Christmas parade coming up December 2nd. And we may have a, a Tony Mark Christmas party that we'll be announcing uh, between now and then. But there's so many things going on. And um, uh, Rick DePampolis, uh, is 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 a big part of it. We also had, of course, um, uh, a, a a great woman, a great leader, hard worker, uh, Janice Johnston, our president of the city council. Councilman Mike Owen was there. He doesn't miss, miss much. He's a volunteer, doing so much for the community. And uh, we thank all of them. And uh, Joe Giralo, the Atlantic County clerk, was with us. It was a nice opportunity to party and have a good time and had some great wine crowd in Kobasa, uh Rocktoberfest last night, Danny Iyer, 
and his band did a a, a great a great job. Uh, I do want to um, thank David Kauser for being a sponsor of this show. Arenberg, Kauser, Snyder, and Lindemann. David Kauser uh, is the managing attorney of Arenberg and Kauser. He works right out of our Summers Point office where I am uh, uh, privileged to have been the manager since uh, October 21st, 2013. I'm coming up on an anniversary, actually, very shortly. And uh, I want to thank David for being an excellent attorney and an excellent person who thinking of the client, uh, thinking about the client, putting the client first, having the financial resources to be able to retain the experts, invest the money in the cases, personal injury, slip and fall, automobile. And of course, Jeremy Lindemann, who works with me every day, excellent workers' compensation attorney, disability, uh, and also um, the, um, uh, the the long-term wear and tear cases. Uh, occupational exposure is the, the legal category of those cases. But we're a small boutique firm that has the resources between Cherry Hill, Philadelphia, and our Jersey Shore office at 551 New Road to um, take care of people and show them personal attention, meet with them, do conference calls between the attorneys and, uh, and, and do all the things that are necessary to take care of the medical bills, help them with medical care, help them with disability, and um, get some very, very good settlements. I'm happy to say uh, I just did a case this past week. Of course, I won't name her, but, you know, when, when she came in, you know, she had this one kind of villain in the case who didn't want her to make a claim against his own policy. It was actually her stepfather. And, you know, we worked very hard uh, to get her medical bills paid and get her claims put together. And, of course, the thing that we knew all along was that the stepfather had a $250,000 policy. And, unfortunately, this young lady needed surgery, and we just got the whole 250000 And she was hit by an uninsured motorist. So, as I always say, it's good to have strong, high levels of uninsured motorist at, uh, coverage, uninsured, underinsured motorist, at least 500 combined single women, if not a million. Um, so uh, I want to thank David Kauser and uh, all the attorneys that I work with, Aaron Berg and Kauser. You can uh, just send me an email. We'll get, we'll get you set up. We'll help you out, whatever you need. Um, I also, of course, want to talk about my good friends uh, at Circle Liquor Store. We're going to um, do more about them in terms of uh, uh, lots of the wines that are available. But I, I do want you to uh, to know that um, Circle Liquor has all four of the Oktoberfest beers, the authentic Munich Oktoberfest beers. Um, not only the Oktoberfest, but the, the Weiss beer, which is popularly known as the wheat beer, uh, and also lagers. And um, we're talking about Paulander, Hocker Shore, Hofbrau, and um, 
Spartan. And Spartan also has that popular Hefeweizen uh, as well. Uh, they've got pumpkin everything. They have so many different seasonal brews. They get the limited seasonal brews. Right now it's pumpkin, it's fall, it's Oktoberfest, but Dewar gets the limited Releases because they're they're so important to all of the distributors and the vintners, and that of course goes for wine as well. I mean, you know, they've got two hundred different bourbons. People like bourbons. We're coming up on that good uh, whiskey drinking, cool weather season, and um, Circle uh, has. Over 200 single malt scotches, single barrel bourbons. You can actually go talk to Chet or JM or uh, Jordan about tasting uh, a limited uh, edition barrel of bourbon and then having a bottle made for you from that barrel if you like it. Uh, it's a uh, tremendous the amount of service, hospitality, so many great things. I can't wait to get back in there and start doing the in-store wine tastings again. And speaking of wine, um, there's a great spicy Alsatian. It's a dry spicy Alsatian, uh, which is Alsace-Lorraine, the, the region of, of between that borders France and Germany on either side. Trimbach, an excellent name. And uh, this is a, you know, a very um, highly regarded name in Alsatian wine. It's a $30 bottle, and uh, Chet's got it for $19.99. This is a great, uh, uh, you know, conversation piece, a perfect wine to drink uh, after dinner uh, or before dinner. It's very dry. It's not a, a sweet uh, Alsatian, and a beautiful white, but with spice for the pumpkin uh, time of the year and uh, uh, and the uh, Halloween and, and fall time of the year. And then another one that I highly recommend is the Dolcetto. Uh, Dolcetto means the little sweet one in Italian. Uh, and the, the winery is uh, Vatagnolo. Vatagnolo, but you don't have to remember that. Just remember Dolcetto or the little sweet one, and it's from Piedmont. The Piedmont region of Italy, this is a tremendous bargain. It's a light red for people who like Valpolicellas or Beaujolais. Um, good body, light, a little lighter, you know, less tannins, not as heavy as a Syrah or a Cabernet Sauvignon. When you're in the mood or when the food uh, demands this kind of thing, it's a perfect wine for the, for the football parties. Uh, Dolcetto. a bottle for a a fine Italian red, but Circle's blowing it out at $14.99. These are the kinds of things that make Circle such a great value because value isn't just price. Value is also having something exceptionally great, like all the things I just talked about and, and, and being able to get it at a better than reasonable price. That's true value, and you don't get that at some, you know, impersonal box store where you don't even know what the hell's in all these boxes lying around. You go to the circle and talk to the people 
Talk to Chester Malloy. He is a very knowledgeable guy. And he's, oftentimes you'll see the queen of the circle liquor store, uh, the, the lovely, lovely Jeanette uh, Gemza there. She's going to be on the show talking about travel. We're going to talk a lot about travel today. And uh, uh, we want to talk a little bit about Sagelia, uh, Sicily. Uh, Topo, are you on the line with us? Yes, I'm not Andiamo. Andiamo. Hey. Andiamo. See, see, we're going to go together to Sicily. Uh, see. I, I want to talk about some restaurants. And, you know, Topo, as, as we just mentioned, we've got two that are right in my family now. Uh, Rita Marotta's uh, son, uh, well, she's actually Rita Saliotti, which is your family, right? Your mother's family. Yeah. Uh, she, I read my cousin Rita Marotta. Is married to your cousin Asaliotti? Is that how you say that, Topo? Asante, yes, sí. Asante. Excuse me? Yeah, Asante. Right. My cousin. They've got a right. They've got a dial uh, they've got a, a nephew, Sergio, who has an excellent, excellent pizzeria. I'm telling you, um, Topo, they were, he made some of the best arrocini. People love the street food arrocini, which is a very Sicilian thing originally from Adice, right? But he was making some fabulous for us. And then we have another cousin, uh, same family, and uh, this, place, this restaurant is Da Carmelo Restaurante, uh, and this is a high-end gourmet restaurant that I want to talk about, and I am going to talk about because I'm so proud. This is your, uh, again, the same family as your mother. Uh, his, uh, my, cousin, my cousin Nino, his little brother, uh, and his name is um, uh, Carmelo, of course. That's why the restaurant is named like me, Da Carmelo. And then he, he had a, uh, has a, a beautiful young lady who is the chef with him there. And I'm just so proud of them. It's, it's, it's really something, uh, Topo, tell us a little bit about your roots in Ducktown. We know you were, um, at the white house for a long time. And we also know how much we loved your mother, Carmela Negro. Um, give us a little bit of that background, please. Well, actually my, uh, my, both my parents, uh, Salvatore Augustus was his name, and Carmela both came from a little town called Nazu, and um, they came here back in the uh, late 40s, 1947-48. Absolutely, my father went to Sicily with uh, three local, Philip Paparone and uh, Mr. DeVizo, okay? They all went together looking for women, looking for wives, you know, because there's a lot of beautiful women in Sicily. And my dad was the only lucky one to come back with mom, Carmela. So they married (laughs) and uh, resided in the uh, Ducktown section of Atlantic City, which is well known to host many Italians from southern Italy, uh, from Calabria and from Sicily, which is, uh, they're very close, as you know, right off the Strait of Messina. So uh, back in the day, you know, when you walked into that neighborhood, almost everyone spoke Italian. Uh, as a matter of fact, I remember going to all my mother's friends in the neighborhood, whether it was Giuseppina, whether it was another Carmela, whether it was uh, Assunta, 
always spoke Italian. Not once did we speak English. Uh, when I came home from school, I used to walk in the house and my mother would say in Italian, Maguire, you know, who is it? And I said, Mama's on the Eagle. Tony's from New York. Look, but we spoke in Sicilian, right. which is a lot different than uh, the Italian. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was right. in Rome not too long ago, and uh, I was with Tom, a person who you'll be meeting shortly, and uh, we walked into this place to buy some uh, beautiful leather uh, bags, women's bags. And uh, when she approached the vendor, the vendor gave her a price, and she was willing to pay it. And I said, aspetto momento. I said, wait a minute, let me go talk to this guy. Uh, and so I went there and I said, Sentica, you're ringing out Sicilia. We keep arguing. That means I come from Sicily. What's going on? Why did you charge us so much? He said to me, he goes, Madonna mia, tu sei siciliano. Allora, quanto me vuoi dare? He goes, you're Sicilian. How much do you want to pay for this? I said, so I said, look, I said, we can, we can negotiate. And we wind up getting the bag with about 40% off, which, uh, which is a good price at that time. Beautiful leather bag. So uh, the thing is, you know, you come from Sicily and you move up to the northern regions of Italy, uh, you're very well recognized both in culture and speech. So going back uh, to Mississippi Avenue, as I said, it was just a wonderful place to live. Uh, you could smell the Italian food cooking from every household just about. Uh, on a Sunday, you it smelled like you were in Italy or Sicily because everyone cooked and your own throughout the neighborhood, including the White House made it a very special place, Carmen. And I'm just so proud right. to, to be part of that, you know? I want to say something about that. We, we did a show focused on Pete's. I want people to understand, you know, you've heard me many times talk about road food on this show. Jane and Michael Stern for over 50 years have been chronicling the great American restaurants, whether they're ethnic or Americana, uh, you know, everything from... Mexican joints to uh, the finest gourmet restaurants. And there's only two places they ever put in the Atlantic County, Cape May County area in their book. One was the White House and one was um, the Lobster House. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, the White House is legendary. And the legacy of the White House now in the third generation, just like I carry on, my father's generation in the music production, uh, the guys over there at Pete's, uh, Pete Nistico, the Pelleggi family, and the Negro family, your proud family, uh, all from the region we're talking about, have one of the finest, if not the finest, um, road food style submarine cheesesteak places in the world. And you're still a part of that. Why do you stay in it? I mean, it's, it's your... It's your vestige to the culture, right? Yes, my message to the culture. It's a way to carry on tradition and excellence in and through. And uh, I enjoy the company. I enjoy the people that I've served year after year, whether it's the White House or now at Pete's. I was at the White House for uh, over 45 years, and I've been at Pete's for a number of years now. So totally, I've been working in this business for over 50 years, and I still come to work every day with the same enthusiasm as I always did. So I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy the people and uh, it's just a way of life. And it's kind of a diversion for me to be in, in, around all these people. So I'm at peace right now. So I better get back to the grill. But I, uh, you got to get to back to the grill. Jump in. I appreciate it. And I want everybody to know that Topo is going to be a regular guest on the show as we talk more and more about 
Sicily, going back to Sicily. And our cousin Sergio Marotta wants to come from Sicily to the United States. And we're going to have some parties and we're going to put that together. And I want you to be a part of all of it, Topa. I'm looking forward to it, Carmen. I'm looking forward to our dinner on December 7th, too. You got it. Stata buona, my friend. God bless you. Stata buona. E saluto a tutti da me. Va bene. Ciao. Sì, sì. Saluti. Grazie. Geriamo. Geriamo, as they say in Geriamo. We're going to bring on another chef, but I want to finish this segment talking about how proud I am of the great restaurant named with my name, Da Carmelo. You know, in Italy, they use the term da, meaning, you know, like like um, uh, in, in Mexico, in the Spanish, they say, aquí con, or uh, con, uh, you know, it, it means, in other words, you are with Carmelo, Da Carmelo. You are with Carmelo. And my... My little cousin, my cousin Carmelo, he's just a cute little guy. I just want you to hear, before we bring the chef on, uh, the kinds of things he's doing over there. Um, he did a beautiful couscous arancina. Arancina are the rice balls. And I hope, Chef Micah, uh, I hope you can hear what I'm talking about here with, with mullet and a beautiful fennel sauce. Uh, he used a white mullet, and then he made a, a, a brown fennel sauce, fanocchio, as we say in Italian. And I know Chef Michael Charlonzo knows a little Italian. Then he did a beautiful grilled octopus <coughs> with carrot sauce, cabbage, and celeriac. I think I'm saying that, uh, the celery, celeriac, a type of celery derivative. Bluefin tuna with sweet and sour onion and carrots. That was excellent. The grilled. And then prawns with panko breadcrumbs in a um, a sauce with, um, uh, you know, a rich uh, ponzu sauce. Uh, and then the agnolotti, the fresh homemade pasta stuffed with anchovy, dried tomatoes, mint, breadcrumbs, garlic, and, and a little more... Uh, Anchovy, uh, just uh, fantastic, um, fantastic high-end cuisine that he served for us. And uh, I was uh, just very, very uh, impressed and, and, and very proud of this fantastic place. And if you're going to Sicily, we'll recommend that you enjoy it. I'm going to interview a guy now that I have not uh, ever even met, much less interviewed, although... I've enjoyed his food so much, uh, uh, and uh, he is a paisan, uh, as I said, uh, Chef Michael Char- Charlanza, uh, now uh, accomplished at Caroline's and soon to be opening his second location. Chef Mike, uh, welcome to Yay, the show. How, come, good afternoon. How are you? How did that menu sound? All right. That sounded pretty tasty. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud of my my little cousins. Those kids are like 25 years old out of culinary school in Sicily, Mike. Uh, so you are. Yeah, uh, they, they sound pretty talented. Yeah, You're very and, and beautiful. His the, the the lead chef, the the culinary uh, graduate is a beautiful beautiful gal and uh, very charming couple. Really a hip gig. Uh, you are. Uh, 
really, you have done a tremendous job. I admire what you've done since taking over Caroline's. It hasn't, it's only been a year and, and so many months, but every time we eat there, I'm always impressed with the excellence and the consistency, even though you're doing a fairly limited menu, it's diverse and, and it's been very successful, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been. Like you said, we opened up about 14 months ago, and, you know, it, it's bar food. You know, it's the kind of food that needed to be there, but, you know, I'm just trying to make it a little bit better and my own little twist on it. And like you said, consistency is key. And so far we have nothing but success and, and, and good feedback. Right. Well, you know, I love what you do with the steaks. We we get the ribeye there, and then we love the uh, deconstructed uh, wedge salad. That, that's one of the best. Oh, yeah. Tell us a little about that one. That's one of the best dishes out there if people want that kind of wedge salad course. Yeah, well, everybody kind of has their, their own version of an iceberg wedge, so I tried to do it. My version, a little bit simpler to eat, and, and, and presentation-wise, it's a beautiful plate. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful plate, and Nancy loves it. Uh, and she also, uh, Nancy, what is it that you enjoy getting over there? The, oh, the soft-shell crabs. Uh, she loves uh, the, the soft-shell soft crabs, crabs. are a big hit, yeah. And, and I like that prime rib sandwich that you do, the cheesesteak with the prime rib. Uh, um, that's that's a nice, tasty, big filling situation there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, nobody's ever, nobody's ever complained about my portion size, so. Oh, well, that's another reason why you're on my show. Nobody that serves small portions ever gets on this show. <laughs> <laughs> good, good to know. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you. Um, do you have plans for different things uh, at, at Caroline's? I mean, you know, you really have had great success there. To me, Caroline's is probably the place that has really gone. I mean, you the volume. Uh, the, the, peop uh, the, the people that are going there has really increased. And I know you're, I've been around the business long enough to know how much a part of that it, you are, that success. Because to get, not only do you have great portions, excellent quality, excellent menu and flavors, but your prices are very good too. And uh, you've had, I mean, Caroline's has really started kicking under you. I, I'm sure you, you, you feel that. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely changed over the years, and we've heard a lot of positive feedback from a lot of different people that this is probably the best it's been, you know. And I, I appreciate all the feedback. And like I said, we're going to try to change a couple menu items here and there, but we're going to try to keep the ones that are popular. You know, I don't want to make anybody mad and take off any of their favorites. Do you have anything you can share with us as to what you're going to be treating us to? I got to get down there and and eat with you again soon. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll see you at, at the, the next location. Um, right now, that's my biggest focus uh, is coming up with the menu for the new place. And there's going to be a couple dishes from Caroline's that, that are going to make an appearance on the menu at the new place as well, some of the real popular ones. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Now let's talk about that. Central Square uh, in uh, Linwood? It's, it's going to be Central Square in Linwood, um, formerly Casaldi's. Uh, small Italian BYOB Italian restaurant. You know, I'm going to focus right. on simple Italian foods, stuff I like to cook, stuff I like to eat, stuff that everybody enjoys. Like I said, I'm not trying to reinvent Italian. I'm just trying to keep it simple and make it delicious. 
and approachable. Well, that's, that's what I think, you know, I mean, you can twist it and turn it a little bit. You know, I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I do a lot of Italian cooking. I also do a lot of different kinds of cooking. Uh, we're going to get together and trade, uh, trade notes sometime, right. but, uh, um, uh, you know, this was also barrels back in the day. Nancy and I used to go to it when it was barrels. Barrels is now in Margate. It had a great run as barrels, a Philadelphia restaurant organization. Yes. Um, and I am really excited for two reasons. One, as we say in the bar business, you're in crawling distance from my house to come to this new location. Uh, I really, I'm looking forward to that. But even more importantly, Mike, is... That's your BYO. That means I can immediately start doing some wine tastings there with Circle Liquor, and I can bring my own, and, and we can people can bring the, the craft brews, and it opens up so many possibilities and plus adds even more value because you can bring your own. So this is really exciting. What are you going to call the place? The place is going to be uh, Sunday Gravy, and for all my old-school Italian people and South Philly people, they understand the name, and, you know, right. it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fresh pasta, some classic stuff, and I 100% agree with you with the BYOB. Like, it opens up so much other opportunity, and I always enjoy BYOB as opposed to having a liquor license, and I just think it's a welcoming atmosphere, and, and people, you know, we've gotten a lot of good feedback so far. Well... After you get over your initial soft opening and the initial surge of everybody wanting to try it, we're going to schedule a, a nice uh, wine tasting there that we can do. Uh, you know, I have a 501c3, Tony Mark Cares, uh, nonprofit, and uh, we'll do something in affiliation with Circle, you know, who are always so great to do everything. Yeah. And uh, we'll do some groups over there, and uh, we can really, really – have some fun. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm a sauce guy, not a gravy guy, but we won't get into that. Okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gravy. Where Where are you from? Are you from Brooklyn, the Bronx, or South Philly? <laughs> I was born in South Philly, and I moved to Jersey probably go. when I was around 16. There you go. If you say gravy, you're from one of those three places, or you were you were brought up by somebody in one of those three places. Uh, of course, in, in Italy, uh, every every work. every holiday, right. the family still argues sauce or gravy. You know, it, it's it'll never end. Well, there is there is one word for gravy uh, in Italy, and it's ragu. <laughs> but uh, you know, you that's, see sauce true. Uh, everywhere over there, and uh, it's a good name for a restaurant. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be very popular for you. But um, it's all about the guy. You are the guy. I am so I appreciate that. what you do, Caroline. But tell us a little bit more. You're going to make your own pasta. That's a big thing. You know, we got to, first thing we got to do is check out the gnocchi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I mean, I, I wish I had the space to physically make my own pasta, but I have a company in Haddonfield who's, who's, who's going to make the pasta for me the way I like it. I've used them before. They're called Severino, and all my pasta is going to be fresh cut. And, and cook to order, so you, you can taste the difference when it's like that. Can you buy pasta from this place? I mean, can we? I have bought pasta or... before. Uh, uh, okay, they I sell, mean, it, they sell if... it retail to the public too, but they do a lot of wholesale. Right, right. What's the name of the pasta again? It's Severino pasta. They're in Haddonfield. Severino. Severino. 
Severino yeah. in Haddonfield. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to check that out. Uh, so, um, yeah. when do you expect to be open over there, Michael? Uh, right now, we're going to be training soon, and we're doing a little cosmetic touch-up, and our opening day is October 26th, and I believe our reservations are already filled for that night. So, Wow. That's great, man. Uh, well, then we're going yeah. to want to have you back on again uh, and, and talk about how things are going and talk about the menu, and uh, this is exciting. Are you going to be open for lunch and dinner? No, we'll be closed Monday, Tuesday, and we'll be open for dinner at 4 o'clock every night and 3 o'clock on Sundays for the time being. If we feel that we need to open up an extra day, we have no problem opening an extra day. Okay, so Wednesday through Sunday, 4 p.m. and Sunday, 3 p.m. for the Sunday gravy. Correct. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, you're going to do this this high, high high-quality pasta and uh, tell us a couple of other things. Come on, before we let you go, what do you got up your sleeve? Okay. Just, just tease us a little bit. I mean, some you know, some of the classics need to be on the menu, like the marsalas and the salt and bacchus and stuff like that. But I'm doing a, a lot of different shape pastas with some of the traditional sauces. Right. I got a, a classic mozzarella spindini, which is almost like a, a grilled cheese Italian style. You know, definitely not right. healthy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got the fresh shellfish, the clams, the mussels, all that stuff. Um, still oh, working good. on desserts, Great. but there's going to be some new stuff, oh. some old stuff, and some stuff that people are familiar with. And, you know, I just hope people come out and give me a try. So you're going to do veal and chicken, marsala, and saltimbocca? I have a, I have a, correct, I have a veal marsala, I have a veal salt and baca, I have a veal and crab dish, you know, some sauteed chicken oh, dishes, um, cacio de pepe oh. with some fresh pasta, tortellini, oh, stuff, and stuff like that. Oh, that's beautiful, Mike. Uh, I'm so excited about coming and seeing you and meeting you. And when I when I come over there, uh, you know, I'm going to insist that you come. I'm going to come at the end of the night so that you can come out and, and hang out with me a little bit. I want to get to meet you. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, um, just real quick, Bobby Flay, uh, what did you do in that organization? That, how did you come up with them? Well, uh, back in 2003, Borgata opened up. I was working in an Italian restaurant prior to Borgata, and then I opened up Borgata, and I worked throughout a couple of the restaurants, including Luke Paldino's old restaurant, uh, some of the steakhouses, right. and then Borgata, Borgata expanded, and they built you know, Bobby Flay Steak, so I worked there. Uh, I was a sous chef there, and then Bobby actually opened right. up a restaurant in the Atlantis in Bahamas, and I was the executive right. chef there for two years. And then I came wow. back to Jersey, and then I, I was the executive chef of Bobby Flay Steak. So I've been working. I worked for Bobby for about, I want to say, 14, 15 years. Wow. Wow. I'm really looking forward to meeting you. And uh, let me ask you something off the wall. You ever make any New Orleans food, any gumbo? Uh, actually, no, I haven't, believe it or not. You're going to have to come and have some of my gumbo, Okay. Well, since you live so close okay. to the restaurant, you could come over. Since you live close to the restaurant, you could come over anytime and experiment in the kitchen. I'm more than happy to taste yeah. anything. That's beautiful. And I, I want you, I'm going to bring you over uh, uh, one of my dear friends, Eddie Bonsignori from The Point. He's an accomplished chef. I want you to meet him. And I, I want you to be, you know, you're so close now. Uh, 
between Caroline's and, and this new place, you're a part of the excitement uh, that's building in Summers Point, and you've really contributed in a big way by bringing such high-quality, consistent food to Caroline's, man. On behalf of the people, all my friends and everybody, I, I want to thank you, man. You're doing a hell of a job, and God bless you, and good luck. Bona fortuna, right? Yeah, exactly. I appreciate it so much. All right. Well, we'll be back in touch with you, Michael. Thank you so much. Michael Charlanza. Am I saying that right, Chef? Michael Charlanza. Oh, in, it in Italy, it's Chiralanza, but in America, it's Charlanza. In, in Italy, it's Chiralanza. Right. Chiralanza. Okay. Chiralanza. Chiralanza. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. God bless you. And I really appreciate you sharing with us. Good luck with everything. No we'll be back in touch again soon. All right. All right. Thank you. Have Sunday a good day. Gravy. Thank you. Sunday gravy coming Thanks, to man. England very shortly. Uh, very shortly. Uh, and, and Wednesdays through Sundays, 4 p.m. That'll be a great place. And uh, it's a small place, so you are going to want to make reservations on it. I should have gotten the number, but I'm sure you can get it from uh, – Susie at Caroline's, his wife, who is the hostess over there, or you can just uh, Google it. I'm sure they'll have a website together. Uh, um, Sunday Gravy in Linwood. Uh, uh, closed Monday and Tuesday, but opening the 26th, which is uh, two weeks, uh, actually less than two weeks. Uh, so uh, I want to go back to the restaurants while we're talking about food. Uh, we talked about Doc Carmelo, but I got a couple of other quick stories that I want to share. We have so many great stories uh, about the restaurants that we went to. And uh, in Rome, uh, one of our favorites, uh, it's a solid uh, restaurant, very good. Uh, not great, but very good and, and very and reasonable and very convenient, Alarampa, right at the Spanish Steps. Uh, if you are at the Spanish Steps in the center of Rome, the Piazza Espana, um, you just look to the right, you'll see a monument, walk down to that monument, make a left, and you're at Alarampa. Uh, and uh, we took our group there on this last trip, and they loved it. Uh, it was really, really excellent. Uh, and um, then we have the story of Da Francesca. Uh, we were at Piazza Navona. It was about 8, 9 o'clock at night. And I said, well, let's go have a drink and hang out here at Piazza Navona. And Heather Pearson was like, please, can we go eat? You know. Uh, so we went to a place. We made our way to a place called Da Francesco that we know. And... Uh, when I got there, I didn't have a reservation. And let me tell you, Rome was really crowded. People want to see the greatest cities in the world, and Rome is certainly that. And so, anyway, uh, we talked our way in. And once we got inside, you know, I told this story, but I want to tell it again because we were with Timmy Lunch last night. We, we got in the restaurant, and we sat down, and all of a sudden, Nancy says, Look, look, look who it is. It's the Timmy Lynch guy. It's the guy that looks like Timmy Lynch from another restaurant that we used to go to in Rome, okay? 
And um, he, um, his name, I don't want to call him the guy, it was, it's um, uh, Fikret. Fikret, he's from um, one of the, the Slavic countries, and he's in Rome working, of course, and, uh, and he knew me right away, of course. You know, people remember me. And um, he took care of us, and it was beautiful. And it was all because he recognized, Nancy recognized him, and he recognized us, Da Francesco. It's, it's in the center of Rome, not far from the Piazza Navona. And uh, go find Fikret and tell him uh, you want him to take care of you. Great pizza, by the way. Excellent pasta, excellent wines, Da Francesco. Um, the best restaurant I think we went to on the whole trip was in Sorrento, uh, La Basilica, like the Basilica, uh, you know, which is Roman for, uh, I mean, Italian for cathedral, Basilica. Um, this is a great restaurant in a, one of the great little towns of Europe, Sorrento. Uh, right across from Capri. If you want to go take the hydrofoil to Capri or jump off to Capri, you wind up generally in Sorrento or you go directly from Napoli or you can go from Napoli to Sorrento. This is Campania. This is Vesuvio. Uh, and, um, you know, in the, in the shadow of Mount Vesuvius, in Sicily, we're in the shadow of Mount Etna. Uh, and then, of course, Everybody, I think, knows we've been talking about Stromboli, or Stromboli, as they say in Italy, right? now, they call it Stromboli. Uh, just erupted. And we went by the steam vents on the cruise. We were on the Royal Caribbean cruise, and we went by the steam vents, and uh, they were really bilging out smoke, I mean, uh, steam. And they blew. <laughs> they just blew a major eruption of Vesuvio. Uh, but... Uh, I mean, not Vesuvio, excuse me. Vesuvio is dormant, fortunately. That's the one that destroyed Pompeii, you know, Vesuvio in Campania. Uh, but we were talking about Basilica Restaurant, and I'm going to do uh, a little bit more on that restaurant when we have time to talk about the restaurants in Italy. Um, but uh, I loved the, you know, a big thing over in, in Italy is the zucchini flowers stuffed with mozzarella. These were stuffed with that beautiful Campanese sheep's milk ricotta. They were absolutely the best I've ever had. But people like them with the mozzarella and the anchovy. The, the, these are the flowers of the zucchini, a major antipasta thing all over. Like the arancini, my cousin Sergio made some of the best arancini in, in uh, Crestanazu there. Uh, this is what it's all about, man. And uh, I strongly urge you to write that one down. A lot of people are in Sorrento or they're over in Positano on the Amalfi side of the Sorrentine Peninsula. And La Basilica is worth it. Plus, it's right there where all the great shopping and all of the uh, frivolity and limoncello and good times. It's a Dolce Vita place, Sorrento. And uh, I strongly recommend uh, good time there. and uh, I just love Napoli. Being Sicilian, I'm not supposed to love it, but I love Napoli. And uh, Sorrento, of course, is a part of greater Napoli. And um, just one last one real quick before I move on. Uh, uh, we toured Mykonos, 
one of the great uh, drivers we had, uh, that was uh, Apollonis. Like, like we name our kids after the saints. The Greeks named their kids after the Greek gods, Apollo. Uh, and this guy's name was Apollonis. And he took us to this really beautiful seaside area where the fishing boats were coming in. And this guy was cleaning the octopus, which means he was beating them on the deck. Okay, this was really funny. You know, we got off and we took pictures. And, of course, uh, uh, our friends who were with us on the tour, Heather, thought it was so unbelievable to watch this guy beating octopus. Well, Nancy and I wound up. I wanted to have a little Greek seafood. Sometimes you want some fresh seafood off the ship. You don't always get a lot of good fresh seafood on certain cruise lines. And uh, we went to Kazarma, Kazarma, right on the Greek uh, seaside there. Mykonos is a charming, fun place. And Dan, if that wasn't the most tender octopus we had on the whole trip, <laughs> even better than Sicily. You know, um, while we're talking about uh, uh, Vesuvio, the vino, uh, from uh, uh, the Alanico, the Alanico grape, Alanico Rosso. This is uh, from uh, Campania. This fabulous wine at the Circle, uh, Robrato. It's a twenty-seven dollar and ninety-nine cent retail, and, and and they're blowing it out for nineteen ninety-nine. This was one of the wines that we featured at the good old days. Uh, all you do is ask for this, the club price. If you don't, if you're not getting it at 19.99, you just ask for one of the managers, Chet, the, the wine master, or uh, JM, the big guy, or Jordan, and they will give it to you. They will give you all of these at that price uh, that I'm talking about now at Circle Liquor Store, and these are fabulous wines. This is a complex deep wine, with great body, multiple different flavors resonating through it. I really, and it's Robrato. The short name of the wine is Robrato. R-U-B-R-A-T-O. Robrato. All you have to do is, is just, if you don't remember the name, just say it's the, it's the wine from Campania, from the Naples area that Carmen had at the, uh, the good old days festival. We had a lot of great wines there. The Chateau Tucard. This was a Bordeaux Rouge, uh, a $16 Bordeaux table wine, $12.99 at the Circle. And we had that beautiful Riesling, Dr. Lucid. You want a sweet wine that is a really fine wine, uh, but still sweet, a Riesling, an excellent Riesling from the Mosul River, uh, Dr. Lucid, perfect for these holiday parties, perfect for your Eagles party. Uh, and, and this is a high-quality sweet wine. And that's important because you have to be careful with sweet wines. A lot of them have corn syrup in them. And, you know, this is a great wine of Germany, Dr. Lucid. ten he's got it at. Then, of course, everybody wanted Bon Jovi's diving into Hampton Waters. The Southern French Rosé from Provençal, Bon Jovi's wine, that's available at the Circle, and they have a great price on that. It's a $29 bottle at $19.99. So uh, I want to thank Circle Liquor Store and uh, 
and recommend that you go over and enjoy the hospitality and thank them for doing so much for the community all the time. Uh, they are our primary sponsor, and it's an honor and a pleasure to work with them. I love it, and I love learning about the wines and drinking the wines. I also want to thank uh, our, our dear friend, uh, Rich Gerber, who is also a wine aficionado, does a lot of wine tastings, and is, of course, an expert as a uh, financial advisor and an um, expert in annuities and the sale of uh, different life insurance policies. He has the hybrid policies, the long-term pair policies. He has a lot of different products to help you secure your financial future uh, to take care of you. He'll give you a free consultation, talk about you, your situation, what you have, what you may need, what might help you. 653-9101. Uh, right, his office is right down the street from where Chef Mike's uh, Charlonzo, Chef Mike Charlonzo's new restaurant is going to be Sunday Gravy. Uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, Central Avenue. 609-653-9101. Uh, and uh, I want to uh, I want to thank Richard Gerber for being a uh, sponsor of this show, and I want to urge you to give him a call and talk with him. Take advantage of the free consultation and uh, also, of course, um, uh, learn about the right things to do. It's open enrollment right now for Medicare, uh, and that's a whole other area where you can get good, strong, knowledgeable, honest advice from Rich Gerber, Rich Gerber Insurance, right in Linwood, and he'll meet you and talk with you. I want to thank everybody for making our show the number one talk show in this segment. We're looking forward to next week. We're going to have Joe Giralo, our Atlantic County clerk, and lots more about wine and restaurants all over. Until we talk with you next time, until we see you out there at one of the gigs, remember... Let the good times roll.